The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. What are you doing? You got two guys separated behind a pane of glass. One from New York, one from Massachusetts. We got sports. We got football. We got a guy named Jeff Saturday now coaching the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go. Cronin and Zuck coming at you right now. Let's go. College football is a Saturday. But now the NFL's got Saturday. Let's go! <laughs> it's freezing. Me Saturday. I'm wearing shorts. I don't know why. Let's go. Here we go, baby. Cronin's are coming at you right now. 413-445-5943. Let's go, baby. We're fired up here. Let's go, folks. <laughs> Robbie, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm just bringing the Ano- pot down. Ano- another Tuesday, man. Another Tuesday. Here we go. Another day. And the show's going to fly by like it always does? Of course it does. They're a minute late, man. What's going on with it? They, they, well, it's Tull, man. It's all right. By the way, Jethro Tull's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Eminem is. Okay, I get it, folks. Eminem I is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? He just got inducted the other night, yeah. That's garbage. Yeah, that's right. You can write obscenities and I, shave your head, and I, you can be a rock and roll star, too. There you go. I love Eminem. But really, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame and Jethro Tull isn't. Well, neither is Bad Company. Really? The guess who are any other hit maker. Neither is Iron Maiden. I mean, my God, talk about they got they got really screwed last year not getting in. It's a bunch of garbage, really. I mean, finally, my buddy Todd Rudgren, he got in. But it's like you know, I, I started with that only because you mentioned you mentioned Jethro Tull playing at the end of the Todd Rundgren, the Cars, the end of the hour. He was great with the Cars. Yeah, he was. In fact, in fact, uh, this band I'm working with, I have a new quintet that's coming out soon, and uh, we uh, talked about doing a couple of Cars tunes, and, and actually, uh, Not Tonight, which was the one that he did uh, with the new Cars. But the new Cars. I'm sorry I missed you the other day, man. Yeah, man. No problem, brother. So, uh, what a crazy weekend, of course, in the National Football League, of course. And uh, and we've got our first firing. Right. Frank oh, I, 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 gone. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. What know. do you think of Jeff Saturday? Was he just like he's just been brought in from the outside, right? Like he's not even coaching, or he's coaching. Like I didn't even know for a second whether he was was assistant coach or not. Not an assistant at all, right? Just like Jeff Saturday was on with like Greeny, right? 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 Yeah, right? Okay. Like so, all of a sudden he goes from ESPN to a headset. Like I didn't get. Like I don't get his comments this morning. I finally heard his comments. Yeah, I didn't know if it was assistant coach or not. Like I had no idea. I I heard the story break. I knew Reich was going to. I predicted that yesterday when they got three points. It's not his fault. The general manager should be the one fired. Ursay should be fired, but he owns the team, okay? So. Can I say one thing, too? One thing. Oh, you can say oh, many things. Go okay, ahead. so the Patriots won 26-3. Yep. Mac Jones is garbage. Okay? He he threw for 149 yards. Look at the other guy. <laughs> you know, my beef stew that I made on Sunday was better than Mac Jones. I mean, seriously, he he. Is, I know you sent me a picture of that. I think on I did. On I did. Best. I was like Mac wondering what Jones, that was. Is a cereal or something? I couldn't figure it out. You know, Matthew Judon is a beast. By the way, he's got eleven and a half sacks. He's a really good player. And you know, the Patriots' defense is going to put them to the. When I say the promised land, 
I mean, like, maybe get them a playoff berth. I don't see them going very far because Baltimore, they dominated last night. Andy Dalton is hot garbage. Oh, no. Right. I didn't even bother watching the game after so, it was like so, 14 nothing. I said, that's it. This game's over. So the Patriots, they, they have a bye this week, and then they have the Jets. And the Jets... How about the Jets Well, let's talk Buffalo, about the Jets. Huh? Well, I want to talk about the Pats first, but the thing is they, they sacked the guy nine times. This guy, what is it, Ellinger or Ellinger? Ettinger. Ettinger. 15 of 20. Wait, how about his stats? 15 of 29 for 103 yards. Wow. You know, I'm getting kind of tired of these young quarterbacks and sort of this, you know, rise to mediocrity with some of the stuff that's going on here. We're like, you know, I understand about taking a young quarterback and, you know, Handling with kid gloves and you know making sure that he doesn't lose the game for you. But when you when, <laughs> when you throw twenty nine times and only require one hundred and three yards, that's pretty pathetic. I have to be honest with you. So, so this, is the the qu- this, this is a question I have for you. Yeah. yeah okay, right. Okay. Okay. So Frank Reich two weeks ago said, "Okay, we're done with Matt Ryan. Right. We're going with Ettinger, Etten, Ettinger, Ettinger yeah. whatever Ettinger, the hell the yeah. guy's name it is. is. Ettinger. Okay. Okay. So now you have <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Do, does Matt Ryan come back in the picture? I mean, because he's Maybe. clearly the better quarterback. But they keep doing this. It's like it's like the Yankees with, and we'll talk about that later. Believe me, it's like it's like doing the <laughs> same thing over and over and over, getting and getting the same results. I mean, you first you brought in a veteran quarterback who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, actually, got, got two guys that are going to be Hall of Famers, right? So you bring Philip Rivers in. Obviously, it doesn't work. Then then you then you bring in another guy who's not Hall of Famers in Washington now. Uh, you know, and, and, and by the way, isn't playing. Right, and right, he's, he's not. He's out. He's, he's out. Right. Taylor right. Heineke's, Heineke's player. Right, right. So he's out, and then and then you bring in Matt Ryan uh, from from the Falcons, and he's been basically a disaster. So the, to me, that's not the fault of the coach. That's the fault of the, of the general manager and the ownership for for trying to make a quick fix behind a lot of really good players. I mean, they have one of the best running backs in the in the, in the biz. You know, they have they have a great offensive line for years, and they had a pretty good defense, but they just you know. Jim bringing in these these quick fixes, and I don't think it's a it's a good idea. I think this is the best thing that happened to them, really. Jim Mercer looked at Carson Wentz. Right, the fall guy. Get him out of here. Yep. Get him out. Done. And then he brings in Matt Ryan, who's wait, making what thirty seven million. Right, it's ridiculous. It's just like the, the Wilson contract down in Denver. Same thing, really. It's. I mean, the Colts. I don't know. We're not a we're not an Indianapolis Colts radio station. Exactly. Well, so. no, no, we're just talking about Jeff Saturday being hired by the Blue. But you what know? the yeah. hell is that, Jeff Saturday? I think that's a terrible hire. <laughs> I, I really, I really do. His comments. I'm paraphrasing, but his comments this morning, like, well, whatever happens, you know, who, who knows what I'm going to be? I'm like, okay, fine. Like, can you come in there with a little bit of confidence behind your, you know, your words and so forth? I mean, how does that look for the players there? They're like, oh yeah, they just got the guy from the broadcast booth. By the way, did you know Greeny's worth twenty three million dollars? Why don't the Colts just <laughs> hire Greeny? Why don't they just hire Greeny? Well, they could, you know. I'm, I'm never going to be able to do his. Seriously, work. why don't they just hire Greeny? I mean, yeah. it, 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 it makes no sense at all. Jim Mercy, I love Jim Mercy. You know, I don't he, know if the he, fans he, how much he, they like him. Do there. you know Pat McAfee? Not personally. He used to be the punter. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jim Mercy comes on his show a lot, and I think the guy's great. I mean, he's a drunk. He's always having a scotch. You know, smoking a cigar. You know, yeah, whatever. Right. I think the guy's brilliant, Did, but he does not. I mean, he's like you, you look at Jerry Jones, right, with Dallas. Jim Mercy is like Jerry Jones 2.0. Think about it, right? And, and I, I, Jeff Saturday, I don't get the hire. I don't get it. 
I have no idea. I know that he and Ursula had, had a major relation for a long time or whatever whatever the case is. I know they've had some kind of relationship, um, but I have no idea as far as, like, what what it entails in terms of why he was hired or why they didn't, you know, hire an assistant that was already on the staff. Anyway, but, the you know, we could talk about, you know, the Colts and their, their – um, quick fixes, but I think it's the best thing to happen to them because obviously there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out in the draft next year. So uh. did you did you hear that they were so desperate at quarterback that they called Andrew Luck and said, "Is there any oh, chance? Man. Is there <sighs> any chance at all you'd want to come oh, out of retirement?" Oh my God! What are you kidding me? They, they, no, that that actually happened. That's crazy. I that mean, actually happened. What a shame with that guy, man. He was tremendously talented. Let's be honest. I never had a line in front of him. Got like, he got knocked around like a rag doll all those years. You know, he, really you know, he's shame. like a really skilled architect. Oh, absolutely, right. yeah. And he's like, why should I get sacked all the time when I can just go right. build houses? Exactly. He's, he's, he's got a lot of talents elsewhere. Anyway, so about the Jets. Goodness gracious. I mean, you know what? This Jets defense, they are for real. They're scary. They're scary good. I mean, but where, and where the hell was the rest of the league when Jermaine Johnson was picked, like, 24th? I was, like, sitting there going, why isn't anybody picking Jermaine? And there he is for the Jets, and they grabbed him, which was really smart. I mean, Sauce looks good. They added Carl Lawson. They do, got Mosley. This do, is a do, damn do, good defense. Do we call Sauce rookie of the year, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's having an there. unbelievable season. The guy's gr- I mean, I mean, yesterday, I mean, look, they did a good thing. LaFleur finally got smart, and Zach finally got smart. So Zach's 18 of 25. Manages the game, 154 yards, one TD, zero INTs, one fumble. Okay, but they they st- this to me was about was was really about about uh, you know a guy who usually you don't see him make all these interception mistakes yesterday, but I mean Josh Allen. I mean he threw two interceptions which were really bad, especially the first one was right near the goal line. He just didn't see him, but I, and he blamed himself. You know Josh Allen's a stand up guy. That's what I like about him. Yesterday, you know he basically said you know what he said and uh, he basically blamed it on himself because let's face it, they get in the second time they're they're going away in that game. I, I seriously, but give the Jets a ton of credit. I mean really the the, the running game was good. They finally got smart. So Allen was 18 of 34, 206, two interceptions, two TDs. He also ran for 86 yards. Who is the running back that they picked up? Which, the Jets? Yes. He could like others. Well, there's Carter. You got Robinson and Carter. Robinson. Yeah. Robinson. Robinson was 13 for 48. Carter was 12 for 76 yesterday. So, but man, I mean, you know, they, and like I said, I mean, you know. If, if the Jets can keep Zach Wilson from making mistakes, they can have. A really damn good football they team. They are. I mean, they are legitimately one of the best defense. They have 25 sacks this year. Right. They're leading the league in sacks. They're leading the league in their interceptions. I mean, as a Giant fan, I wish the Giants could get two sacks per year at this point, you know? Speaking you know, of that's the Giants, speak- it's like, oh, they're not sacked the quarterback in the last five games, you know, whatever it is, yeah. You want to talk about sacks? The Patriots sacked Ettinger. I know, Ellinger, nine times nine I saw that. Times. Crazy. Judon leads the league in sacks at 11 and a half. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a player. Unbelievable. He's a player. I mean, but the Bills, you know, it's interesting. The Bills, this is what I find interesting yesterday, which I thought was great. The Jets ran for 174 yards yesterday. And the week before, they had Zach Wilson throwing for 40 yards. I mean, excuse me, throwing 40 times. You know, LaFleur finally said, hey, let's get smart and let's finally run the football. And they did, and they effectively ran it for 174 yards. That's why they won. I mean, but, I mean, time of possession was even, play, plays were 61 each. So it was a really even game. Yardage was really close, too. I mean, you're only talking about a couple difference of yards, over 300 yards for each team. So I'm going to kind of go against the grain here and go against you. I, You know, you've talked about it a few times. I think Robert Sala is actually a really good coach. He's got the, he's got that Pete Carroll he's okay. energy about him. I, I think he is 
like he's, he's energetic. Learning. Well, he is, but he's learning too, and he's learning how to be a head coach. I think he's good. I think he's going to yeah. be really good. I think he's going to be the coach for the Jets for a long time because I think he's got that he's got that energy, and he, and he he gambles. You know, like they went for two. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I, I just think that he's a really good coach, and the Jets, like as a Patriot fan, he's getting they, better. They, they scare that. me. The Jets scare me. Well, I still think the Patriots can beat the Jets next week. I do. I just think that on two the, weeks we're gonna buy this two, week. It's two weeks. That's right. And um, I'll give I, Mac Jones another week off his ankle sprain. But you know what? Belichick Mac knows Jones. how to beat the Jets. Mac They'll Jones. find a way to get to Zach Wilson. They'll stop the run. They'll put eight man in the box and force Wilson to throw. I mean, well, you know, Zach. Uh, <laughs> he, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's <laughs> focused on uh, you know his mom's friends. And he's See, that's really to, good, he's man. Trying to. Uh, you know, I do enough voices. I don't attempt to do Belichick. He, he, you do it really well. So. He's trying to, uh, <laughs> you know, get with his mom. He's like, that's one voice, and, Belichick. Uh, you know, right. but you know, we give him credit. Uh, you know, but he still sucks. Yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson. You know, he's terrible. It, Zach Wilson's terrible. Well, you know, what I, do you? How does? How was last week? Jets Patriots. But Zach Wilson is trying a, to throw the ball out of bounds. And all right, so give the all right, so give him credit now for being a little bit smarter. Give give Lafleur credit for like recognizing the fact that you don't let your young quarterback throw forty times in a game, especially a game as close as it was last week with the Patriots. So that made no sense to me whatsoever. So anyway, if anybody's listening here, four one three four four five five nine four three. We're all over the freaking place. Yeah, call we're here, us. We're here every call Tuesday. Us up, please. So call us. Yeah. <laughs> I was on Ralph Romeo's show the other day, by the way. Maybe Ralph will give us a call because uh, it was pretty fun, you know, being on Ralph's show and uh, and doing some shtick and talking about some you know, we talked everything. We talked politics, we talked we actually talked sports on his show, which was pretty call cool. Call us, Ralphie. If you're listening, call us. Please. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get a call from my buddy Mikey, and uh, my, I guess uh, the deal is we got a, we got Sam Perlazzo one of these one of these weeks coming up. I don't know which week it is, but uh, former Major League Manager of the Baltimore Orioles and third base coach uh, for Seattle and third base coach uh, uh, who else was he with the Phillies? I think I'm trying did to remember. You, did you see the manager of the Orioles? He got the uh, manager of the year. Oh, no kidding, Brandon Hyde. Wow. Well, we can what talk you, about what the a year, What a there. year for the Orioles. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and, and I have to also mention in baseball, Dusty Baker finally getting a ring. Yeah. 73 years old. I hate the Astros. Hate them with a passion. But I was happy for Dusty. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get into that. I just want to. I just wanted to give um, some of the some of the games that you that you were um, that, that over the over the weekend. Absolutely. That you wanted to talk about. Um, uh, Chiefs. Did you watch the Chiefs game? I hey, fell asleep. Man, the that time was, change messes with me. Man. You know the time, the, the Chiefs had no business winning that game. Here's the deal. I mean, it was the, it was it was a, it was a game where uh, you know the Chiefs were down, and all of a sudden Mahomes scampers on third and what was it third and seventeen for twenty yards scamper, and he scampers for a fifteen yard run for a touchdown. Then they go for two, right? Okay, to 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 uh, to uh, tie the game. And um, because because Buckner had missed an extra point and a field goal, he's been really consistent for a guy who's usually very good. And uh, so they t- they 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 go for it on a two point conversion. Obviously, they're trying to tie the game. First time penalties offset, two penalties, one a hold, the other one that was uh, was I think uh, an eligible man. And then the next next play is a hold again on the Titans. And the next play they run they run three plays and then. Mahomes scampers into the end zone for a two pointer, and then they win in overtime on a, on a field goal. But they had Dante, they had they had uh, Malik Willis in there. You know the kid from Liberty, he was terrible. The stats were like you know two for eight for like forty yards. I mean, 
He's just not. He, he's not an NFL player, you know. He, not yet. Not yet. I don't know. I mean, I, I like I, I, the films I saw. Of him I really liked, but they put him in no position. Like Vrabel had him. They had about three forty-seven in overtime, and after Buckner kicks the field goal to give him the twenty seventeen lead, and now of course the you know Titans get the ball on the opposite side, and they drive zero. They go backwards twenty-five yards, and that's the end of your game. I mean, it got, it's like the first play from scrimmage was you know was a, was a run up the middle. I was like, what's going on here? You know, get the ball to the guy in the flat, but uh, it was just, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a good effort, though, even though the Chiefs, and the Chiefs, Mahomes threw 68 times. How insane is that? 68, 68 times. 68 times. That line. Crazy. Yes. And there's too many guys with hyphenated names on that team, by the way. I just want to let you know, so. Anyway, so okay. How, how about how about the the Packers? Oh my God! Five in a row they've lost. Oh my God! How about three interceptions? He was twenty nine of forty nine yesterday. I was looking at stats. Yeah, I mean, what's going Thir- on? Thirteen. How is the floor not losing his job? But I how about this though? Aaron Rodgers, thirteen games in a row under three hundred yards passing. What's going on with Green Bay? Come on, it just can't be the the, the wide receivers going you know, gone because look at we'll talk about the Raiders after because the McDaniels is a disaster. McDaniels, okay. oh, McDaniels disaster. will be back calling oh, he's a, a offensive play, play calls for Patriots. Right. Next, hey, he's a disaster. He really is. But, maybe but, maybe by <laughs> uh you know Christmas Eve he'll be back calling plays for the Patriots. Oh my goodness. I mean so yeah so I, I three did interceptions. You, did you, but did you see Devontae Adams like in the first half six catches for eighty eight yards and the touchdown, and then all of a sudden they lose 27 They were up 17 nothing in that game. And, right. and McDaniels, I watched the press conference, and he's like, he's like, Oh, we got to learn how to win. No, dude, you got to learn not to be a head coach in the National Football League. And Some you, guys just cannot be head coaches, and he's one of them. I'm sorry. And do you see that like every a week? Ton of talent on that team. Every week he like comes up to the podium and like apologizes. Oh, he looks ridiculous. I loved McDaniels. When he went to Denver and he drafted Tim Tebow, I'm like, thank you. Get him the hell nowhere near New England. And then the Patriots draft. I'm like, good, go, go to Denver. You know, and he, he's, what, 10 and 27, I think, as a head coach? I mean, the guy is terrible. And as a, as a offensive play caller, I mean, last year, Mac Jones threw for 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns. 13 picks. Like, he had a decent year. I don't know why Matt Patricia is calling our offensive plays. I would take Josh McDaniels back in a heartbeat at this point. I really would. But I would you- take him back in a heartbeat because— Right, right, okay. And, and, you, know, and you, know what they say, you know what they say about the <laughs> I Patriots? think he would take it back, too, right at this point. You, you know? know what they say about the Patriots? Yeah. It's like when Bailey Zappi was out there, more Zappi, more happy. Right? <laughs> they say like they're, they're running like a completely different— are those T-shirts now more zappy, more happy? Are those coming out in bumpers, bumper stickers up in New England now? Or? You got you got one playbook for for Mac. You got another playbook for Zappy. And I'm watching the game on Sunday. I had my buddy Brett over, my buddy Frank, and I made a nice, beautiful crockpot beef stew. Dude, ask me over. I'll right. come over sometime. I would love to have you down anytime. There you go, man. man. Just let me know. Anytime. <laughs> uh, we'll have you over in the next couple there weeks. You go. No problem, I, seriously, man. I'd love to have you down. Down, definitely, man. But, I, 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 but I'm watching the game. Yeah. It's like when when Zappy's out there, the offense is just beautiful. Of course, like everything is smooth. And then when Mac gets out there, it's like it doesn't make sense what they're trying to do. And like my buddy Brett said, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots used to have the best screen game in the NFL. Like just a little, little, little dink and dunk. Right. You got two guys that certainly the, can run, and Harrison Stevenson—that's for sure. And, and I mean. 
Stevenson has been great. Oh yeah, he's, he, he, I loved him in college. But great. you know, like, yeah. but when Mac is out there, he looks scared, and he's got tunnel vision. I said this last week too. He's got tunnel vision. Like they call a play, and he just stands there and he goes, "Oh, oh, oh, that's not gonna work." <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm gonna take a sack. Like, better to take a sack and throw an interception or fumble the football. I mean, at some time, you know. I want to see what happens. Okay, we got to buy this week, so he's gonna be two weeks removed from the high ankle sprain, which I still don't think he's recovered from. I don't think he either. So you know, so you're gonna give him two weeks. Two weeks, he's gonna be fresh. Let's see. They said four to six weeks. They threw him out there week three. Not not week three of the NFL, but like three weeks after the ankle sprain. So let's see. Let's see in two weeks. Let's see if he if he gains any confidence. And okay, so Hunter Henry kind of had a semi breakout game, four catches for fifty yards, semi breakout ish. You know, I kind of want to go like like Larry David. I mean, you know, eh. let's, let's be honest. They're a four yeah. four team. They're the middle of the pack team. You know, you do. You said at the beginning of the year when it started, you, it was, wasn't going to be, you know, a, a, the same type of team. But I certainly think they have a lot of talent. The Patriots, I do. I just don't think they're off. I think it's inconsistency between the quarterbacks in this point. And Zappy had a really good game a couple weeks ago. I think he should have started. Period. You know, he so. turned into a pumpkin against Chicago, though. Yeah. He came out. Mac, <laughs> you know, was great. Not no no. Mac wasn't great. I'm sorry. Zappy was great, and then all of a sudden he throws a couple of texts. Right. And then, so, you know, it's like, I don't think the Patriots have it together offensively calling plays. What, you know, Joe Judge was a disaster. Sometimes it's not only Joe play Judge calling, was a sometimes dis- it's just execution, you know what I'm saying? But Joe Judge was a disaster as the head coach of the Giants. <laughs> yes, right? he was. Okay, Matt Patricia was a disaster. As the head coach yes, he of the Lions. Was. And all Man of a sudden, now, shame, now you're going to say, okay, Joe Judge is our quarterback's coach. Matt Patricia is our offensive line <laughs> slash I don't get it. Offensive, I know. I don't get it. Offensive coordinator. It makes no sense. I don't get it. Believe me. <laughs> I mean, you, you think I'd, I might want to step in. I'm so uh, confused. I think I really, maybe so, I, maybe yeah. I, sh- I should step in. Start, all right, so Bucks. All right, so, this, so, so this, this really bugged me yesterday. I took the Rams instead of the Bucks. all right? Mikey took the Mikey took the uh, the Bucks. Uh, Sue took the Bucks. They said, well, "She said, why did you take the Rams?" I said, "I thought they were due, for, you know, for a win. You know, one time they were due for a win for crying out loud." And of course, they have 55 seconds left, you know, to go in the game. And here comes the legend of Tom Brady on the field, even with his bad hair job on the field here. And he comes on, and in five plays, walks him down the field. Now, how dumb is this? How many times did you let them get out of bounds? I mean, come on. You did the clock is running. They have no timeouts. Don't let the guy go out of bounds. Are you that thick-headed? You they know, look ridiculous, the Rams. Can I say one thing Talk about, about Brady? Super Bowl, like, just total. Let me say one thing about Brady. Lack At least he got rid of that ugly hat hangover. that he was wearing. That ugly oh, yeah. cap that he was wearing. <laughs> he finally got a hat that actually looked halfway stylish. Unbelievable. The Rams stink. And you know what it is? I can't believe it's, it. Like it's, a Super Bowl it, hangover from hell. It's you remember when we did our our uh, predictions? Yes. Show, I I predicted the Rams to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Remember? Yes, yes, I remember. Well, I predicted Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl. So I sound just as much you know ludicrous as you do. I mean, don't forget also who I picked to win the NFC East. 
The 8-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, you did. Remember? Yeah, we'll see how good they are. I mean, it's pretty much. I, I, okay, I'll give them credit. They did beat Minnesota's really good, and they did beat Dallas. They did beat two of the best teams in the, in the league. So I'm not taking anything away from them, but the rest of the, their schedule has been complete Mickey Mouse. So, so they, they still have to yeah. face the Giants twice. Yes. And they have to go to Dallas. They beat Dallas with Cooper Rush. That'll be a tough game. So they're going to have to face Dak. Right. So the, the Eagles are, you know, I still like Dallas's defense is really good. Micah Parsons. <laughs> Please. He's a beast. Every He's time. A beast. Now, now, He's a beast. Tony, now Tony's playing for Kansas City. So we got nothing out of Tony. We got Well, we did get a third round pick and a sixth round pick back from Kansas City. But every time I think of Kadarius Tony, all I can think of is Gettleman dropping the 11th pick to take Micah Parsons, who I knew was a stud. In fact, I sent Sue Films prior to the draft saying, This is the guy the Giants need to take. This is the guy that's going to wreck a game for them. And, and, Gettleman goes, no, no, let's trade away. And they got to have a kneel out of it, okay? So they did get a first-round pick, okay, because Chicago, they wanted Fields so badly. So that's what happened, obviously, making that trade prior to last year's draft when, when obviously, what the, the hell this year's the, draft. What the hell were the Bears doing trading for Chase Claypool? I don't know. Try, I mean, you know what they're trying. You know, was it worth it? I don't know if it's. You know what? A second round, a second pick. round pick. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to. They're trying to see if Justin Fields can actually throw the ball down the field. Justin and make Fields plays. is and he's, and he's looked really pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, my buddy Jody Mack down at the fan loves him. So, you know, he talks about him all the time. And we'll see, man. The, people don't realize, you know, years ago was different. It took a good quarterback, you know, that was young, four or five years to develop. I mean, Phil Simms, it took a ton of time before he, you know, took the Giants to the promised land. I mean, it takes time. And, and these guys are rushed so quickly. And now you have, of course, the, you know, the opt-option situation after five years and the resigning and all these other different things that go on now that didn't happen, you know, like 25 years ago and so forth. But, uh, I do have to say one thing. Yeah. Okay. I have been Daniel Jones' biggest critic. I know. Okay. But he has played really good football. Well, he's this got year. good coaching. Let's, let's see what he's got off the bye. Yeah. Right? Let's see what he's got. They got used, look, they got used in Detroit, games they should win. And I'm happy for Dan Campbell that they won. But boy, Green Bay, you were saying it's terrible. Green Bay. Hey, yeah. Some of the other ones were uh, Dolphins 35, Bears 32. So that Tua leading the league right now. And completion how about, percentage. How about, about Tyreek Hill? How man. about it, man? That's yeah, right. Unbelievable. Give him Tyreek Hill and let let him waddle and then get waddle and waddle into the end zone. I mean, you got to put talent around these guys. He's finally got some guys that can break a game open, and he looks like a genius. And he's playing great. I'm happy for two. I mean, I loved him when he was at Alabama, so he's a good guy. I'm happy for him and stuff. And then uh, this is the yeah. thing about about Tua, right? When when the Chiefs traded Tyreek to the Dolphins, Tyreek said. Tua is the most accurate quarterback I've ever played with. <laughs> and he went from Patty Mahomes exactly. to Tua. And he said, uh, Tua is the most accurate quarterback I've ever played with. And you look at every week on the stat line. Yep. It's like Tua, or not Tua, uh, Tyreek, uh, six catches, 170 yep. yards. Uh, nine catches, 180 yards. Like, God forbid the Giants should ever have somebody like that. And I'm so sick of the Giant receiving core. Every year is the same thing. Can anybody stretch the field on here? You know, I get sick of listening to Bob Papa and Carl Banks talk about how the Giants can't stretch the field with any kind of receiver. And the Giants did nothing. And I was upset about it, actually. I was on ESPN Radio last week talking about the Giants and why they didn't you know, do anything. But it was re- kind of ridiculous. Who would from... you talk to? Scott Van Pelt or Neil Everett? No, no none of those guys. <laughs> I know. Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, those guys, man, those guys, Neil Everett, those guys look so great. Him and Stan. Him and Stan, my God. I remember when they both had the dark hair when they first started on the West Coast. Anyway, um, so a couple other scores. Uh, you know, we talked about Dolphins winning. Seahawks win again. I mean, Geno Smith, good game. The cards stink. I think Kingsbury's the next guy to leave. 
I mean, the Cards, to me, have a lot of talent. They know how to win. And Kyler Murray, can you imagine? He and Rodgers are the two highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Both of them are having horrible, horrendous years. And that's a long-term contract with Kyler Murray. How about next Sunday? Sunday morning, Munich, Germany. Oh, my God. You got the four and five That's Tampa Bay Bucks. Friend. I mean, you can't really believe. Why do we have to go to Munich, Germany? But you for got games? the four and five Tampa Bucks I mean, against the six and three, the six and three Geno Smith led s- Seattle Seahawks. That's going to be fun. 9 30 a.m. Can we stop with this, these international games? You got to fly people to Dusseldorf. <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning here, having schlager and cafe. I don't, I don't find that to be such a problem because you know if you have Seattle flying to the East Coast, it's really not that big a deal. But how about the six and three Seahawks against the four and five Bucks in Germany? That's going to be fun. Oh my goodness! I mean, it's going to be fun. I know. It's just why do we need Munich, Germany? What what is is this? But what a matchup, though. What is that? A great matchup. You know, I I keep thinking of Victoire, Vic, a victory that movie. You know, Victoire. You know, the thing in the city of the you know the French stadium. Now we're now but, now we're in Munich. Now I mean, but, but think about it. Is 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 Geno Smith going to beat Tom Brady? Probably, yeah. Right. So Seattle might end up seven and three. That's right. It's that I, I am totally conceivable. I am, I am fascinated. The Bucks should have never won game. yesterday. They won because the Rams' defensive coordinator is an idiot. Sixteen thirteen, right? They, they, yeah, they won right. because he's an idiot. What are you doing, letting these guys go out of bounds? You keep them in bounds, the game's over. It's just, just can, completely can say, asinine. Even, even, though the, even though the Bucks won, can we say one thing? What? Todd Bowles is a clown. <laughs> I, I mean, guys, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, we. Uh, he's we not came a great head coach. No, we we did. Uh, you know, he's not. You know, he's not a verbose happen. guy. He's not. You know, he's not a verbose guy. That's just not his thing. You know, he's he's very quiet. You know, very nice man. Very quiet though. And but uh, you know, they look. It's not all his, his fault. They don't have. They don't have what they had. Like they don't have Gronkowski. And that's a big loss. You know, having that tight end position wide open, running those seam plays for him. That's. I mean, that's like legendary between he and Brady. So I anyway, thought. Yeah, I, th- so. I thought that T.J. Hawkinson would have been huge. And, and and he ended up going from Detroit to Minnesota. Right. I thought that would have and, and he what had seventy nine yards. How about the Vikings, right? They right. went on a field right. goal. Right. Vikings seven and one, right? A seven and one or six and one? Did you see what they did? They're seven and one. Yeah, did you see what they one, did yeah. in the, in the uh, locker room after the game? Kirk Cousins, you like that? We like that. They, they went nuts. Like you know, remember them when he did that with Washington? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. And they're seven and one. They got some weapons. It's a good. It's a good team. It's a. They're going to win that division. 12, 12, they're going to. They're going to host a home playoff game. This young, this young coach is a good. Is a good coach. I mean, they. Yeah. Well, they're finally had talent all the time. It's just the problem. They never could put together. And how bad are the Panthers? They have thirty-five points in the first half. Bengals forty-two. Panthers twenty-one. And then the Chargers on a field goal, their third field goal kicker of the year. It's amazing with all the talent the Chargers have. I know they're five and three now, but. They never can find a kicker. I mean, this goes back way, way back. And I'm talking about when I was a kid. Oh, we got a phone call. Should we take it? <laughs> All right, might as well take it. Okay. Chargers need a coach, by the way. Yeah. Brandon State is a clown. Good morning. You're on 89.7 FM, Cronin Zook. Good morning. Robbie, Robbie, Sean, what's happening? Hey, Ralphie, man. What's going, going on, brother? How you doing? Hold me, hold me up after the break. I know I'm on, on the late side this morning, but, uh, you know. Hey, I hope that's grass-fed beef that you got in that stew there, Sean. You like that? You saw that? As Kirk Cousins would say, you like that? Is that that grass-fed beef? You don't want to eat the other kind, you know? And by the way— Ralphie, that was Omaha Steaks. I had bison meat uh, the other night. Bison meat I had, so— I don't trust anything from Omaha. (laughs) Especially because Peyton Manning. Omaha! Omaha! 
as far, as far as Jeff Saturday goes, he can't coach on Sunday. That's the problem because right. you know when you when you have, you have you have a guy with no you have a guy with no experience trying to coach on Sunday when his name is Saturday. It will never work out. You can tell. Well, I'm thinking like I'm, wait, I'm thinking wait, I'm thinking of real, I'm thinking of Real World Days by Poco. Saturday feeling like Sunday, right? Remember the song? It's like it goes, that's how it starts. Saturday in the Saturday in the I'm thinking of the Flintstones when they I'm thinking of the Flintstones. I don't care about you. It's Friday. I'm in love The other sub reference I know is uh, from the Flintstones when they the savage guy on that Flintstone Island. Saturday me, Saturday. Oh yeah. Remember at the end he brings every wife and every kid to his house. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, Ra- Ralph! I, Ralph, I have a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, a yeah, big yeah. question for you. Yes. The Mets gave Edwin Diaz a five-year, hundred and two million dollar contract. What do you make of that? You like it? Because relievers, well, relief, relief pitchers, kind of they, they, it's like a boat. You know, they kind of go down. They, you know, do you think it's a good contract? Do you think that that should have been good? It, it, it's shocking how these guys go up and down, as you mentioned. Also, it's a crapshoot each and every year. Now, this guy could not find his footing when he first came to New York. He would, they were ready to bury the guy. They were ready to get rid of him and, you know, send him out to Siberia for, on the next train. But, you know, the reason why they did that is to placate the, uh, the fans. And, and because they, if, they, if they ever let him go after the season that he had, they'd get a backlash they couldn't handle. The same reason why the Yankees... I guess have to sign Aaron Judge for an astronomical rate because if they don't, Robbie knows this, right, Rob? If they if they don't, they're going to get killed. Oh, yeah. Aaron Judge is going to look great in Fenway. <laughs> Aaron Judge is going to look great in San Francisco. San Francisco uh, is at, my that's my prediction. Yep. No, he but, but Aaron Judge will not be signed by the New York Yankees because he wants more money than Howe is willing no, to they're, give they're, him. He's, that's, coming, that's he's, he's coming back to the Yankees. So, no so Ralph. Rob, 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 I, told you, I told you months ago, you know, I told you months ago. And by, and by the way, playing, playing NFL games in Germany kind of brings back Jesse Owens, 1936, <laughs> uh, running I don't really get the desire. By the way, just a little tidbit for you guys. I was actually born in Germany. Oh, man, now I'm really scared. My father was a captain in the Air Force. I was born in Rammstein Air Force Base. Lonstorf. There you go. That's an an interesting tidbit right there. I was born in Patterson, New Jersey, right in the ghetto. <laughs> he was born. He was George. You really born in Germany? I really was. Wow. And no, that wasn't a lie. That was that was real. And when he woke my, up, my father was a captain in the air force. Wow. And wow. That's my mother went over to visit him in Germany, and I decided that I wanted to, uh, you know, be born a little bit earlier. So than when, so when you been. were born, did your father take you by the hand, walk you through the airport, and said, "Sean, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful relationship." <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, that's from right, Casablanca. Hey, Ralph, a beautiful, like, it's a beautiful was, friendship, a beautiful relationship, Ralph. You can quote me on that. Ralph, beautiful I friendship. want you to continue. It's a beautiful friendship, right? I, I, I was, I was actually the bastard son of a of a taxi driver that came in just for the day, and uh, you know. But you know, actually, you know, the the reason why I I talked about the NFL in Germany is because it's. It's really, it's just a publicity stunt. There's no real reason why they have to go over there and play a ball game in Germany, other than it's just kind of world relations uh, based. It's kind of a uh, 
political uh, play. No, I don't think it's that at all. Actually. I really don't get it. No, you, you, know, you, know, you, know, exactly you know, Ralph. You know, you know what it reminds me of, Ralph. It reminds me of like, uh, like twenty years ago when the Red Sox went over to Japan. I'll tell you exactly played their what it opening is. series in Japan, and I went over to my buddy Gary's house, and it was six o'clock in the morning was first pitch, and I went to McDonald's and and I brought breakfast over. It's like. Why? It's, it's, uh, what, 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 what is the significance? I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's just, it's just kind of this, this, world, um, this world government that we want to be a part of uh, on the left. You know, you know how the woke people want to be a part of the world instead of just referring to this country. We want to, we want to be uh, you know, very uh, worldwide and very uh, woke in our, our thoughts. So this, this extension of an American game of football, it's not football, F-U-T-B-O-L, the way the soccer uh, game is, is uh, described. It's actually an American game that should remain in this country, and that's it. If they want to play football in Germany, let them play football in Germany on their own. Why do we have to go over there to showcase it? I, I agree. Well, here's the reason. Here's the reason why. Because speaking, speaking of woke, sorry, Robbie, go ahead. That's right. Here's the reason why. Because the NFL wants to eventually have teams in Germany and London. That's why. It's it's really basically saying, here, we're going to test the water with these markets in the European market. They do great in London. They do fantastic. I guarantee that place will be packed. There's huge American football fans how in Germany. And that's why. That's why. Do I like it? No, but that's why. How ridiculous is it to travel internationally? Of course, it's ridiculous. A three-hour uh, ball game in Germany—it's re- it's absurd. <laughs> what did, what did Dennis absurd. Miller used to say? Food, folks, and the Führer. I mean, come on, who needs that? I mean, it's ridiculous. I and agree. S- and speaking of woke, I hope we uh, we get a big red tidal wave today. Well, you know what's going to happen in New York. I hate to mention it, Sean, but you're going to get disappointed in New York. You're going to have Hochul. Uh, on a on a second term, no doubt about it. <clears throat> Zeldin will never win. It's not going to happen. I, I still think Hochul's going to win by eight points. Rather, you know, rather. Uh, I hope not. I points. hope not. Yeah, get out and vote today. By the way, I was going to say, yeah. So and that's I'm heading over to vote after I'm out of here. That's going to be the bellwether of the whole country. What happens in New York is actually going to signify what's going to happen uh, countrywide, because that's nationwide, because I think I think the Democrats are going to do far better than we think. Ralph, 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 let me ask you a question, okay, real fast. What do you make yeah. of Fetterman and Dr. Oz? I hate Dr. Oz. He uses bad hair dye. I can't stand the guy. The guy <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you like Fetterman? Fetterman, Fetterman is an adult. He's an idiot. But, you know, you have to pick the lesser of two evils. I'm not a Dr. Oz fan. Why didn't he say, Sean, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Why would a guy who's making multi-millions of dollars, first he was a very successful surgeon. Then he had a TV show that was ultra successful, raking in money like you would not believe. But that wasn't enough. Nope. Somehow he had to get more notoriety, step into, into the political uh, ring, and he's just not cut out for it. Okay, I, 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 like a Do you know who, and I hate to go on and on, but I'll tell you where Dr. Oz is from. A place called, a place called Cliffside Park, New Jersey. He's not, a, he's not a Pennsylvania resident. He never was. All right, Ralph, I have to, I have to uh, just say one thing here, okay? I'm trying not to be too political because this is a sports show, but uh, today's a big day. It's election day. Um, I don't care where if, if Dr. Oz lived in New Mexico. I thought Dr. I'd be, Oz is from be, Kansas. Be, Wasn't that balloon? I, I, I'd, be okay with it be, I'd be okay with it because I think Fetterman is a clown. <laughs> didn't, didn't that balloon say and something? And we need to get the Senate back. 
you know, and that's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop talking politics. That's how we find our way all day in the very old land of ours. Hey. Hey, how about Herschel Walker in Georgia? What what do you what do you make of a guy who can't put two sentences back to back? What do you what do you make about that? Uh you know what? I think he's better than the alternative. Because I think the guy that he's running against uh, please give me his name. Um, um, I can't remember. Warnock. What, Warnock. W, that w, guy's Warnock. a clown. Uh, Herschel Walker. Uh, you know what's great is if you watch Saturday Night Live, uh, you know Keenan that's on there? Yeah. Uh, it, it, they were doing a, a skit last week, and her name was Judith. And uh, the, Keenan came on, uh, you know, acting like Herschel Walker. He goes, all right, listen here, Judas. Let me tell you what I think about that, Judas. Like, Herschel Walker, you're right, can't complete a sentence, but Warnock is a clown. Well, think about Herschel, you know, Bill's going to go I'm, fast. I'm, I'm saying Red Wave. Red Wave has to happen. Sure. And like I said, I have to be careful what I say in the air here because I don't want to get yelled at. I got to take a break, too. You know, you know what happens when you're too careful, Sean? That's when you put mad. your foot in your mouth. When you, speak, when you speak the truth, that's when it all comes out in the way you want it to come out. Robbie, Robbie, so we got to take it. Ralphie, I'll we have to cut you off. On, I'll let you guys go, but I, I'd love for you to talk about one thing in the final few minutes. Go ahead. Talk about Kyrie Irving and supporting a book that, that actually subscribes to the fact there was no Holocaust. Robbie, Sean, talk about that in the last. Let's talk about minutes. Kyrie Irving and how much of a douchebag he is because he got, <laughs> you know, he he, he got su- he got suspended five um, games and then after he got suspended, uh, then he all of a sudden decided to, uh, you know, put out his apology. Kyrie Irving's, I, I it's uh, very I, hard to support the NBA right now. There's words that I can't now. say on the radio. Yeah, it's hard to support the NBA at this point. The world is flat. He's going to walk off the edge. I'll I'd, like to pu- I'd like to push him off the edge. That's what I said on radio a couple weeks ago. Ralph, we love you, man. Thank you for calling. Love as you, always, Talk man. to you later, All right. man. All right, guys. See you, brother. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break. We needed one for a while ago. So uh, we'll be right back. Crone is like 89.7 FM. And give us a call. 413-445-5943. We shall return soon. Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade, it's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years, we are still your local television. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. At Pittsfield Community Television, we have a saying, anyone can learn to create television. With the support of trained production staff, we can teach you how to professionally operate a camcorder, use editing software to tell a story, work as a team in a production studio, and take those skills into the community. If you've been curious as to how video production works, we'd love to have you as a member. Visit us online at pittsfieldtv.org or call us at 445-4234 for more information. Hello, Phil Tierney here. 
the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. WTBR. All right, here we are. Can you believe we only have another 12 minutes left on this segment? Crazy, man. Crazy. Another week. Yep. Another <laughs> show. Amazing. I know. It's just time flies by, but uh, yeah, I'm going to get on vote today. I mean, I don't even know what's going on with the voting thing. I, I got so away from the politics with all the garbage for so many years. But anyway, I got to get into this dog and pony show. Please which was, do. Which was Cashman and Boone uh, last week. I mean, I, I honestly... I mean, you know, we talk about doing the same damn thing over and over again and not getting results. I think Einstein talked about that. But here's the deal. All right. I'm listening to Boone, who benched IKF for a couple games. It was terrible, right? And he's, he's defending him. And then he defends Donaldson. Donaldson was horrendous this season. All right, he played a good gold glove. He should have been maybe nominated for a gold glove. But as far as his offensive game was pathetic and here's Boone and, and defending him and then Cashman says oh well you know he didn't have a very good year this year uh you know maybe next year he's 37 years old he's done can okay. we get a plan uh, how in the world do these guys come back every year this guy's been here for 25 years you know what I'm not taking away credit for things that he did well but he's done a lot of things that stink too can I ask you a question and the Astros are further away from the Yankees than they than they were you know, a couple of years ago. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. So you traded Urshela right. to the Twins right. for Donaldson and IKF, right. right? 
Okay. They so want to get Gary Sanchez. So you picked up you, you picked up the two years, fifty million. Right. Donaldson's owed. Yes. Okay. Donaldson had a terrible year. Oh, right. What he hit thirteen home runs. He was twenty three. Off, off on the playoffs. He hit like two twelve. I don't about know what his average was. I don't know what his average was. How about striking at ten times and thirteen at bats? How but ridiculous is that? Isn't it kind of the manager's job to stick up for the players on the roster? Because, yeah, but come on. But, but he's going to be back next year. I mean, yeah, Donaldson That's was boom. terrible. That's he was boom. terrible. Right. He had the whole thing with Tim Anderson with the whole Jackie thing. I mean, Donaldson was was a thorn all year. But isn't it the manager's job to stick up for the guys that he knows? So yes, Boone's going to yes, be Boone's yes going to be back. No. Boone's yes. going to be back. But you benched the guy and then you defended him. I was just so ridiculous. You I'm just def- saying, isn't it like the manager's job though to stick up for the guys that are going to be yes, on the roster a, next year? To, I don't think. I look. I don't want IKF back. Eat Donaldson's contract. I want Peraza playing short every day. Okay. Okay, if they're not going to resign Judge, then go after Trey Turner. I know Turner can play the outfield. He gives you. You know the problem with the Yankees. Why don't again, you guys go for Bogarts? He just elected he, free because agency because he's too. Because I think he's too old. I think he's a great player, but I, but you're not going to give a guy a five or six year contract of 31 right now. Well, then again, Aaron Judge is 31 too. Do you realize okay, that so, Bogarts had his best defensive season that he's Bog- had in I his love career? Bogarts. I think Bogarts. One if of the, the most, Red Sox don't re-sign him, I'm going to be pissed. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. He gives you a great at bat. He hits over 300. Plays a Gold Glove shortstop. He's a clutch hitter. He, he's a guy who's got a great attitude on the field. I think the Red Sox are crazy not to re-sign him and Devers together because that side of the infield is one of the best in baseball. Okay, Bogarts power numbers came down a little bit this yeah, year. Yeah, but, but his okay. defense went up. His contact went up. His contact. If the Red good. Sox, the Red Sox love. You know what they love to do? They love to push out their players and sign free agents. Look but what I they did with like, look what they did with like Pablo Sandoval, Hanley yeah. Ramirez. They I like don't. to push out the players that they have, the homegrown players, and then sign like look what they did with Trevor Story. The Bloom's gonna develop. And Trevor players. Story hit two thirty eight this year. Yep. I love Trevor Story. I think he's a great second baseman. If you don't bring if you don't Heim Bloom this year, this offseason, he needs to give Bogart's endeavors. Right. Multi-year extensions. I agree. I agree. And, I, and I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm gonna no, let no, you go. I'm gonna no, let you go no, back no, on your no, Yankees. No, I, I, I did. No. I did. I cut That's you right. off. I'm sorry. How many my times friend. do I? Don't worry. How many times <laughs> do I do it to you? It's, it's okay. Comeback, it's comeback period, Dave. It's okay. But it's, we're talking it's, about it's, shortstops. It's, it's and it gets revenge. It gets, <laughs> you know, you get me. You get me thinking about shortstops, and I think about about Bogarts, and I just saw this morning on on the internet that Xander Bogarts opts for free agency. I'm like, okay, why did they not work out a deal? Why is why is Rizzo opting out? I mean, I guess sixteen million is not enough to play first base for the Yankees, huh? After he hit two twenty four. Two twenty four. I know. Right. He, look, I know his power number is good. He got thirty two home runs. He's a Yankee Stadium built, the left hand swing, all that stuff, and he's a clutch hitter in the playoffs. You know, five for seven, I believe. You know, in the ALCS with runners in scoring position, the guy knows how to hit in the clutch. I give him that. He's he's a very good player. I like him. He's got a great. You guys going to re-sign a role to Chapman? Oh God, no, he's gone. How about Zach Britton? Gone. They got look. The Yankees got a lot. Britain, again, called cap space, but they have a lot of money now where they can finagle and look around to get some players. Please, Brian Cashman, if you're back, which I don't want you back, go get me a left-handed bat that hits better than 220. Go get me a contact guy. Get me players that put the damn ball in play. Look at the Astros. They developed their own player. I don't want to hear this, you know, cheaters crap, okay? There's five cheaters left on this team. That's it from 17. The rest of this team was built by the Houston Astros through their farm system and through really smart trades like any relief pitcher for Alvarez. You know who'd be a beautiful you know who'd be a beautiful player in your lineup? Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, is he a free agent? 
No, they so, just gave him, the Astros oh, that's right. just, like, signed him. Yeah, they huge right, extension. They signed him, I was going to say. Yeah, it's just, but that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I don't need a lefty power bat. I need a lefty bat that, that actually makes contact. I need some table setters, which we didn't have. Look, would they have been better with Benny and, uh, and, and DJ at the top of the lineup? Yes. Would, would they have been able to set the table better for guys like Judge? I did not know that DJ was 35. He is. He's 35. Yeah. I did not know that. Right. I just read that the other day. I was like, wow. Team. I mean, I give Cashman credit for trying to bring young players, but it failed. Sanchez is gone. Bird never developed. You know, a lot of these guys are gone. Judge is the only one left, okay? So I give him credit You're gonna for You're going to give him $50 million? going to give Judge $50 million a year? That's what he's going to get. That's crazy. You That's know, what he's going to get. I don't understand He's going to get this. over Mike Trout m- numbers. But, I, what's, but what's the point? Again, okay, let's say, let's say supposedly the Giants offer him more money. Good. You're going to go to the West Coast. You're going to go to a team that's not as good. The Giants were not good this year in, in a division with the Padres and the Dodgers. Now the Dodgers are saying, well, we're going to put Mookie Betts uh, at, at second, second base. base. And sign just, I mean, how much money can the, can the Dodgers spend? It just goes to show you. You can spend a trillion dollars, and it still does not guarantee you a championship. And I don't care what they say. That was a BS championship, a 60-game championship, okay? But you look at all the money that they spent, including all the millions they spent on Trevor, what's his name? Uh, you know, he's a he, Bauman, right? Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Trevor Bauer, right. 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 Bauman for some reason. Who got like a, two, a two-year suspension right, exactly. for— exactly. So look at all the money they spent, and they still don't get the results that they, that they need. They were beaten by the Padres, a team that got hot at the end. Who had good, good, really good starting pitching and a and good how, bullpen. And how about they're paying David Price thirty-one million dollars a year to pitch fifty innings out of the bullpen? David Price, who was a Red they Sox, they don't care. They're, they're, thorn in the side. I'll give them credit for willing to spend the money, but like again, it doesn't guarantee a championship at all. You know what though, the thing so. about the Dodgers though, they have an all-star lineup and they have an all-star bench. Yeah, like they could take <laughs> anybody right. off the bench and they 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 put up all-star numbers. You know. Aaron Judge is going to end up on the Giants. That's I don't my, think, no. that's, There's that's no my, way. That's my There's, prediction. There's absolutely no way. First of all, okay. the Yankees are not going to. Yes. And, Ralph, yeah. if you're listening, Aaron Judge is going to end up in San Francisco. No, he's not, and I'll tell you why. Okay, first of all, this Yankees whole, aren't going to sign him. They're going to sign him. Listen, okay, many years ago. George Steinbrenner was signed him. Hang on. Hal's go. not. Hang on. Sorry. They're going to sign him. Okay, here's, here's the deal. No, right. they're not. Here's the deal. When G- when Jeter resigned, it wasn't George Steinbrenner making the negotiation. It was Brian Cashman, and, and, and it was probably the kids. It was probably Hank and Hal making negotiations. So here's the deal. Aaron Judge is a, a marketing, absolutely, like, the most, probably the biggest marketing tool that the Yankees have, okay, right in, in, right in, their, in, their, in their hands. You cannot let this guy walk away. All the merchandise, all the T-shirts, all the, the stuff. Judge's He's also chambers. the best player. Right. He's the best player in baseball, okay? He wants to stay there and be a Yankee. Okay, you want to go to the Giants? The Giants are the third best team, if not the fourth best team possibly in that division. Can, can, I, stop, is, can yeah, I stop you for yeah, one second? Yeah, okay. I don't think he's the best player in baseball. The best player in baseball, in my opinion, is Shohei Otani. See, I don't, I don't agree. I don't care if he's a pitcher. I mean, the numbers prove the judge is better. Judge hit for a higher average. Judge did hit 313. He had 62 home runs. Okay. But Shohei, what, Judge doesn't go on the mound. And throw up halfway know, decent Cy Young numbers. I understand numbers. that. Look, that's a freak thing, right? That's something that nobody else does. But what I'm that's saying, what I'm saying. That's why I think a, Shohei is better than Judge. But it's a disaster from, from a marketing point of view, though, from a money point of view. The Yankees will make more money if the Yankees give Judge $45 million a year. They'll make more than $45 million a year just on his merchandise, just on everything else. Do, I mean, you, see, do you see what Shohei just signed with the Angels? 
his last year of arbitration, he's going to be a free agent next year. He's going to be a Yankee in two years. Well, I think the Yankees will sign. Well, yeah. He just signed an arbitration. He doesn't want to be there. The highest record salary in arbitration ever. He should have never been there in the first place. $30 million. He should have never been in the first place. The Yankees offered him a contract. He said, no, I want to go to the West Coast. And now he's paying for it with a bad organization that doesn't develop players and an owner that wants to get out of it. I mean, Artie Marino wants to, basically wants to sell the team because They're it's been a sale. disaster. Right. Look, look, okay. look, look, look at what the Angels got, right? They got Mike Trout, what, $44 million a year? Oh, Shohei making forty. Uh, what's what's Rendon making? Oh my God! Third? Yeah, so they got like something. three players locked Wait. up in a hundred million dollars. Well, that sounds like Cashman, doesn't it? You got locked up contracts with Stanton and the, and, the and Angel. Cole. The Angels don't know how to develop a pitching staff. Well, that's, neither that's do the been, Yankees. Ever since John Lackey, John Lackey, the mole, right? They have not known how to develop pitching. Are we really almost done? Yeah. Can you imagine that 1058 now? Incredible. 413-445-5943. If anybody wants to give us a call the last Robbie, minute. I love I loved doing the show with you, man. Me too, this man. This is amazing. They need to extend awesome. us here. We got an extend. We need an extension. We can do two hours at least. Uh, why not, man? We just get that, you know, multiple you know, phone line going, a little bit of computer there. And, boom, and boom, I, have, boom, I, boom. I have to say, because I'm going to get yelled at, let's go, Patriots. <laughs> I know you and Ralph got into the political thing. Anyway, yeah, ten fifty eight right here. But what I was going to finish saying is that the Yank the Yankees are doing the same thing the same way all the time. It's not working for different results. So I, if I, George Steinbrenner was around, Cashman and Boone would not course, be there. Of course, they, they would not be there. They, they would, would not Boone be there. Never been, Boone would have never been back at signing a three-year extension. What are you kidding me? Nope. How do you like bringing Trevino in in a game? Which I mean, you're you're losing already. You have your best pitcher paying him thirty-six million dollars. The bases are loaded. You're not going to let him finish the damn inning when he wants to get in there and stay. I mean, it, it's a jo- it's just ridiculous. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. Can't believe we're almost done. My God. Anyway, my thanks Ain't to not <laughs> the fun party. My thanks to Ralph Romeo for giving us a call. Thank you, Ralphie. We love you, brother. Thanks it's, for calling, it's man. It's election day. What do they call it in Japan? Go out and vote. If you don't vote, you can't complain. Exactly. That's right. Be do your American duty and be a patriot. And go out there. I don't by the care. way, I don't, I don't Rangers care. Islanders tonight. Be there. The best rivalry in all of hockey. By the way, the Bruins are on fire. Yes, they are. We'll see and, you next uh, week. If, if, and uh, let's go, Red Wave. Let's go. Republicans, let's go!